Welcome to another edition of The Real Critic Movie Reviews. I'm Reggie Ponder, The Real Critic, where you get unique views for regular folks. I mean, movie information and movie reviews. And yes, you're getting it from just little old me. But while it is a monologue, I'm hoping that you will hit me up so we can create a dialogue. So come on, it's time to talk movies. It's not a story that's easy to tell because obviously it's full of twists and turns and one doesn't want to give anything away. Um, it's called The Good Liar for a reason, you know. It's about lying, um, um, subterfuge, um, fakery. It tonally, it shifts completely. It starts off seeming to be like a... Um, you know, a, 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 a rom-com for older people, let's say, you know, slightly ironic, a little bit dark, but funny. Um, and then it really shifts into something else. The movie for this installment of the podcast is The Good Liar. Oh, yes. This is, it, it pairs Oscar winner Helen Mirren who won an Oscar for The Queen and two-time Oscar nominee Ian McKellen from Lord of the Rings. I am excited just, just, just from that right there. But it pairs them uh, with Bill Condon, the Oscar-winning screenwriter, and who directed and produced this film from the screenplay by Jeffrey Hatcher, which was called Mr. Holmes, and it was based on the widely acclaimed novel by Nicholas Searle. What is it about? I know. You, did you really need to know all that stuff? But I, I think you did because we got Oscar winners, uh, Oscar nominated uh, uh, people, and we have um, an Oscar director and producer. I, I, I'm just saying, I think, I think you should know a little bit about that. But what's the movie about? Well, it really is about this con artist who whose name is Aurora Courtney. He's played by McKellen. He can hardly believe his luck when he meets the well-to-do widow, Betty McLeese, uh, who is played by Helen Mirren. He meets her online and he is, I mean, he is giddy out of this world because he is about to get a big mark. I like this. I like it for a couple of reasons. Uh, and, and so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. The first reason is Helen Mirren. I like anything that Helen Mirren does. I saw an interview where Helen Mirren was like, well, I, I just hated it when, when they called me sexy uh, because I really wanted the work to speak for, for itself. Look, your work is fantastic and you're sexy. So if you don't like it, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, and then I like Ian McKellen, but did I say I love Helen Mirren? Anything she's in, I'm going to go check it out. I really, I really like her. I like her acting. I like her. I, I like, um, I like her persona. I just, just, and I, I like the way she carries herself as well. So, um, the whole premise of a swindler using the dating platform to meet and cheat elderly women is really great. I like this because it gives the older actors some real meaningful work and especially someone like Helen Mirren who has a lot to offer and a lot to give. And I, I, I like that. 
And then there's something mysterious about the this whole thing as Mirren is 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 just too gullible for me in this film. So it's like really it's it, it, and you, and you find yourself kind of talking to the screen on this one. No, don't do it Helen, don't do it. Don't do it. You're laughing, you're cringing and you're being taken on this unexpected ride as we watch Ian's character get away with scheme after scheme. We actually see him conning some other people and some and some, some of the schemes are absolutely hilarious and very ingenious if I might add. The pace of this film I think is just right because they don't hurry through the courtship as he's trying to woo and court her. And then when the two of them are on the screen, they are delightful. More scenes with them together because they are delightful. Now, there's a there's a section in the film when they vacation um, in Berlin and the references to the Nazis, the Jews and the war is a great way to humanize the people of that time without being heavy handed about the terrible period. I think it provided a look at how it really affected others in a different kind of way. And, and I, I think it was very, very smart in the way that which they did this. I also like that Roy started to care. He really started to care for Betty and uh, caring for your mark is a is a dangerous proposition. I, I also kind of like that she kept him at arm's length. There's a there's a scene in the film where he goes to her bedroom and he says, "Hey, would you like some company?" And she's like, "If you want some sex, it's not happening." And I'm thinking, as the dude, I'm like, "No, I I, I might need to leave up out of here if I can't get a cuddle, a kiss, or something." But she was like, "Look, I'm looking for companionship. I'm not looking for that kind." of thing and I, I kind of like that it was it made it uh, even more interesting to see where that relationship would, would go what's not to like in this one I think that they spent a lot of time setting up the caper this this con that he was trying to do on her but it but it also felt a little bit rushed at the end when they tried to bring it all to its conclusion I I, I think they might have skipped a few things to kind of uh, push the story or hurry the story along and then the story takes a turn in Berlin when they go on that vacation, and also the energy is less innocent and more ominous. It does get a bit serious beyond being built out of millions of dollars. And I'm not saying that uh, it, it it didn't work. I'm just saying that I, I, I really like the, the first half of that story in terms of the romance and the courtship and the fact that it took a little turn maybe it caught me off guard a little bit but i like this overall my rating three out of four reels great acting interesting twists and turns and yes there definitely was some good lying going on in this film it's time for a commercial break hi do you know reggie ponder the real critic would you like to stay in touch with reggie ponder the real critic well you can follow him on twitter at the real critic that's r-e-e-l you can also follow him on facebook at reggie the real critic or you can connect with him at his website reggieponder.com and then you can also follow him on instagram as the real critic so if you can't get enough of reggie you can find him in all of those ways hey guys uh i'm glad you heard my commercial um uh, and i hope I hope you heed that, but what I really hope that you heed is that you uh, actually subscribe 
to this podcast. And now for the segment, musings. That's something to think about, something to cogitate, something to ponder. (laughs) Anyway, um, because this week's movie is The Good Liar, where Helen Mirren's character is being wooed by a swindler, the question is, should you, will you monitor the ongoings of your elderly loved one in relationship to relationships? So will you look at their online uh, dealings? Will you look at who they're talking to on the phone to try to make sure that they're not being built out of their money from catfish schemes to just straight out swindlers and frauds who are on the internet, who are having you call them, send them money, send them gift cards, send them um, uh, to, to let you to, to send them money to come over to visit you and those types of things. Will you help your elderly one or should you now there's some people who would say well come on now these people are adults they should know what they're doing and i it it would be an invasion of their privacy for me to be looking at what they're doing and how they're doing it the only reason that i would do it is if they were spending my inheritance really is it really about a selfish thing or is it really about helping to protect your loved ones? And I know most of you guys are probably thinking that you should help your loved ones. But I've been watching a number of uh, these talk shows and, and particularly I've, I've watched Dr. Phil a couple of times where he had a couple of elderly people who were being swindled. And some of these people were married, but they were falling in love with uh, and having these fantasies with these people who were overseas. Some of them weren't married, but and they were having these fantasies. But usually it wasn't the person that they saw on the screen. They usually didn't even get to see that person live. They might see a picture or something of that nature. In my opinion, I think it's crucial. It's so important for you to help monitor what your elderly loved one is doing. But some people say, hey, let them do them. They're adults. Why should I get involved in in, in their business? So the survey question is, should you or will you monitor the dealings of your elderly loved one online, on the phone, to make sure that they're not being swindled? You can send me an email at movies to ponder. That's M O V I E S T O ponder P O N D E R dot com. So I hope that you uh, send me. I like to know what you think about it. Uh, give me your thoughts and I look forward to hearing from you. I want to thank you for joining me and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at the real critic R E E L on Facebook at Reggie, the real critic on Instagram, the real critic, and you can follow me at my website at reggieponder.com. Thanks. I'll see you next time where we'll talk some more about the movies.